So, I mean, I'm in the room. Zuckerberg's there. He's eating a ketchup sandwich or whatever bullshit he's eating, little nerd. And I'm just like, he's telling the story about how he dropped the from Facebook. I'm like, yeah, that's a story. But why don't you add an S? Facebooks.com. To this day, the biggest miss of that company. Welcome back once again to Return on Disruption. We are live here in the briefing bunker. Uh, it's your boy, Pitcher Nixon, uh, of course, joined as always by good friend and co host, Keith Performance Indicator. Keith, how are you doing today, my man? I am doing excellent. How are you? I'm doing good, feeling good. This is 25th episode. Big 2 uh, 5, quarter century. Yeah. This is uh, this is obviously uh, enormous for us. So uh, you know we had to reach back into the the idea satchel and and do something big. Uh, so obviously we'll get to that. But first, just want to just check in, see how you're doing. I know uh, we've uh, had a couple weeks off. Uh, it's a little bit lighter in the summer. You know, it's harder to get in touch with people. Uh, just uh, what's what's going on in your world? Just want to quickly check in to see how you're doing. Doing pretty good. You know, like, like you said, everyone's got plans in the summer. It's hard to get together when it's going, you know, not so much these days, but it's just hard to get together, hard to connect. So, but I'm glad, uh, glad we could get in touch once again. I've uh, been pretty good. Just picking up where we left off last week on my, uh, my um, stage play. Yeah. Still working hard on that, beavering away on that. That's the um, LMFAO uh, Pride Rock. Sorry for Pride Rocking the Pride Rock store. Correct. Yes. Yes. That's the working title once again. Um, so still working on that, but really trying to get into that mindset. Um, and so been watching a lot of Hamilton on Disney right. Plus to try and really get into the Lin Manuel Miranda mindset and try and really harness his his energy which is creating a musical about a really boring subject and that just takes off and and catapults you to stardom and that's kind of what i'm going for yeah i would say you almost have a leg up because your topic is interesting and includes Mm -hmm. a shuffle bot you know whereas he's dealing with history boring Um, exactly so yeah, that's uh, Lin Manuel. Obviously, uh, just a, just a, such a cool, inspiring dude to follow on social media too. Always giving out great advice, like follow your dreams. I mean, he it 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 is good advice. You can't fault him on that. You got to follow your dreams, and if your dream is writing a stage play about um, a, a secretary of treasury who um, <laughs> killed a guy in a duel. Right. I mean, that's it. So, I, like I said, we were talking about, I do feel I have a little leg up on him because he created a musical out of a subject that isn't very musical. Right. You see what I mean? Whereas yeah. mine, 
That's already <laughs> built baked in. in. Yeah. <laughs> baked in. <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm going to write any songs. I'm you just, don't have to compose anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just taking their, their hits, sliding yeah. them right in. I am like, building the play around the songs as opposed to vice versa, which I feel is an inferior way of writing a musical. Of course. Who wants like, to listen? To, excuse me. I just... I was just going to say, why, why would you want to listen to new songs that may or may not be good when you have built-in classics ready to go? You have the hot dog song. You have shots. You know, you party, have rock. Ch- party rock. Um, the NBA every day theme I'm, song thing. Yeah, every day I'm hustling. Or, yeah. or was it every day I'm shuffling? It's, uh, I think that's party rock anthem. That's every day I'm shuffling. Um, that I think that's the one. What else? Like, so yes, I'm, obviously. Oh yeah, I think that's the opener actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely massive. I mean, the only other way we could make this interesting is, uh, I mean, Lynn, like, uh, like the way he would do things. I'm trying to think now, like the modern day Hamilton. Who, who are we doing that about? You know. If we're trying question. to think of someone, some boring stuff in the states, I guess it's all kind of like a, like a nightmare dumpster fire. So there's not mm-hmm. too much like procedural stuff. Like everything is pretty tense right now. Yeah. So it would, yeah, be, a- it would make for a good musical. <laughs> I think I think you can only write the musical about today, in two hundred years. Right. So like it's the same thing with like Hamilton was a bit like it was things were tense. Right. You know, and they were like, someone probably wanted to write a musical about him at that in the 1700s. True. Whatever Hamilton was. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, they are like, you know, it's too soon, too soon. We'll just backburner this one. Right. We'll get back to it. And then 200 years later, Lin-Manuel was like, yeah. hey, this is just ripe for yeah. musicality. And I, I, that's how I feel about today's um you know what's going on in the world today yeah it's maybe i don't want to get get too into it right now i'm gonna i'm gonna wait a couple hundred years right a couple and that's future thinking right there like mm-hmm. that's basically all uh lynn did there is just you know uh just he had the timing he had the timing down. yeah the timing he nailed it and if we he get, knew the world was ready if if we get fauci's story right now you better believe in 200 to 300 years, that thing's going to be massive. Oh, man. The Fauci musical? The Fauci musical will be really big. That's tough because you want to, you need to leave it long enough so it's not, it's not too topical, but you also want to be first to market to the Fauci mm-hmm. musical. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's, it's tough. The Fauci musical timing will be uh, t- one of the greatest marketing challenges of the next 200 to 300 years. Yeah. Was it just called Fauci? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, f- the Fauci story. You know, I'm starting to realize I don't really know a ton about <laughs> about him. <laughs> Dr. Fauci? Which is perfect because that means, you know, that means you can, we can tell a great story. You can create, you can make your own history. Yeah. And I do think this should also be set to the music of LMFAO. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which by then will be immortalized. Um, you know, in 200 years, he'll be right. Yeah, it will still I, be around. So maybe off that, maybe it's Uncle Hamlet too. 
<laughs> We're still pride rocking. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, still pride rocking. Still pride rocking. Um, and I just coming back, I have reached out to Lin-Manuel for some collabs. Um, nice. He hasn't gone back to me, but right. I'm hoping once... Once the steam picks up on this, once I get some VCs involved, some invest, some angel investors, I think then, then you know, I think it will come around. Yeah, I think once so those too. dollar signs come up, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. That's gonna be really big. Well, glad to hear you're doing great. Glad to hear musicals on track and doing well. Um, yeah, just great stuff. Um, well, what's what's keeping you busy these days? Well, I just finished. My observance of Midsommar, a lot of miscommunication, uh, obviously. Pretty terrifying stuff out there, but, you know, no regrets. Uh, moving forward and uh, just trying to get back in tune with the, the kind of the Toronto, the, the North American marketing pulse right now. You know, I was uh, Scandinavia, kind of wearing bear suits, didn't have the greatest connection to internet there, so... Mm. Um, really trying to, to hone in on, uh, on what's happening trend wise. Uh, and, uh, I've noticed, uh, just a couple things, obviously Kanye West losing his mind. And, uh, that's, that's pretty par for the course, much like fashion being cyclical. So is the Kanye mm-hmm. West kind of meltdown and then album yeah. drop. So, uh, obviously I hope that he is legitimately okay and safe, but at the same time, it's, it's about, uh, it's about time we start leveraging, um, you know, this moment from Kanye West. Right. Uh, and this has kind of made me think of uh, maybe something uh, of a, yeah, I wouldn't call it a quick pitch, but maybe just an idea I'm going to toss out there. And that is uh, the Kanye nest, which okay. is basically a, a nest program. You know, are you familiar with the nest thermostat? Uh, like the cameras in your oh, house? Yeah. Uh, it's cameras. Oh, yeah. Or it's cameras, it's, it's thermostats. Thermostat, it kind of controls your environment. Yeah. And so... Okay. It's basically just a Kanye-themed nest version of the nest. Maybe Yeezys. Um, it, you know. is, it a way, is it a way for us to control Kanye's environment? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a safe for, space. It's a safe space for him. It's a nest. Right. right. With cameras I, and thermostats. And thermostats. So we see him start to say, you know, Harriet Tubman, <laughs> free the slaves. <laughs> you know, we, we start to turn down the temperature in the room, I guess. <laughs> cool off, cool off. Kanye. Cool off, cool off, cool off. Cool off, Kanye. Uh, but uh, once he really kind of puts it out there, too, I think we could see other people using this, too. And just has like Kanye songs involved somehow and uh what comes to mind to me I I don't want to steal your thunder but what I yeah. what I'm thinking um this is something I got into during during the heart of the quarantine um with certain universities or zoos will sometimes have cameras that look yeah. at birds like bald eagles and yeah. eggs they lay and you can watch in real time yeah as the birds hatch and like their lives and all that. So that's what I'm picturing is just, I get to watch Kanye's day to day. Yeah. In his nest. It's like the Truman show, but for Kanye. Yes. Yeah. 
the Kanye show. I love, I really like that. I would, I would tune in daily for sure. Oh yeah. Cause it's definitely not, you know, it's definitely entertaining. Yeah. No complaints over here. More, more, uh, more entertaining than watching a bird. I'll put it that way. Yes. Kanye West, more entertaining than watching a bird. There's, you got no, that's uh, that's no argument over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's his next man. album. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been great. And, uh, you know, just, um, I've been doing a lot of, a lot of thinking as well. And, uh, a lot of time to kind of go over our our past episodes and, uh, Mm -hmm. watch some summer movies that, uh, I haven't seen, uh, in a while because the theaters aren't open, obviously. So I've actually kind of, uh, I have a, a quick pitch if you're, if you're open to hearing a quick pitch. I am always open. To hear a quick pitch. Great. I love big pitch. Got my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the pitch. That got a fucking problem. I love big pitch. Just got my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the pitch. That got a fucking problem. This again was inspired by, you know, a past episode. We had uh, something called the uh, the Rose Bautista. It might have been our first mm. episode. That's, yeah, that's um, a deep cut. You're going way back. Going way back, playback. Um, Rose Bautista, for those that, for our new listeners out there, um, was a Jose Bautista themed rose wine uh, that was shaped like a baseball bat. Uh, I believe it had guarine and taurine and all the energy kind of uh, properties of Red Bull and uh, Monster energy drinks uh, that you would you would kind of chug this baseball bat and then when you were done you would flip it at people. Uh, much like the the famous bat flip and that was going to be a marketing stunt uh i believe we talked about the other line of tula whiskey when he was still on Mm -hmm. the jays uh his product tula whiskey and then kawasake uh and uh, there's a whole other line but i kind of wanted to to branch out into something new you know that was the 2015 2016 jays right been watching a lot of fast and furious obviously it's a good (laughs) summer movie uh and i saw my buddy uh vin diesel oh and uh keith i'm glad you're here because you do have that montreal connection so you do have a bit of that uh french perspective that i'm looking for Mm. i'm thinking the same way we did rose bautista we're doing vin diesel (laughs) d apostrophe (laughs) easel and it's a wine themed after vin diesel Le vin diesel. Okay, so it's easily. And, and and so I mean as far as I got, I mean obviously the name is everything. Mm. Uh, but it is probably uh, probably along the same lines as like a really kind of insane wine that gets you fired up. Maybe in a diesel can too. But there might be actual diesel in this one. <laughs> which, which there could be actual diesel in, which so, is perfect. That's a <laughs> Hints, I've got a hints of diesel. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I love this so much because (laughs) for anyone who's not aware, um, (laughs) in the French language, if it's D apostrophe, so I'm I'm assuming it's VIN, like VIN, V-I-N, then D apostrophe I-E-S-E-L, which means wine of of easel or from of the area of easel 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> from the area from, of Isla. Yes. Um, oh my god, I can't state how much I love this. Um, is he involved? Is he going to be involved in the product? Because well, uh, it's really not- it's not. It's not stealing his name, technically, right? Right. There's an apostrophe there. And it's There's French. There's an apostrophe. <laughs> exactly. Technically, his name is stolen. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, I mean, as far as, like, I think you're right. It has some diesel in it. It might come in a diesel-type can. Right. Maybe it can fuel you and fuel the cars, uh, kind of like Fast and okay. Furious. Uh, I do like the idea of having, now... I, Keep in mind, I've only seen the first two uh, of, of oh, nine, you're missing I think, out. You're missing uh, out. which is why I'm trying to catch up this summer. Uh, but I, I do believe there was a NOS button <laughs> in one of the first two. Correct. I think there's got to be a kind of a NOS shot in the, the can that you kind of press while you're drinking, and it kind of just makes it explode into your face. It like It activates a CO2 canister that shoots <laughs> the wine. <laughs> Down yeah, that's right. It's not actually another liquid. It's just something no, that will make it, it propels react. It, it propels yeah. it into your mouth, kind of like a like a Mentos and Coke situation. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> shoots so fast at you, and and that's when you're really you know you're falling behind, and you want to you want you really want to catch up to your buddies. Yeah, exactly. Are... <laughs> it's a perfect um, catch up drink. Oh man, there's so much here. I love this. Um, uh, okay, I've got a bit of a tagline for you. I don't know, for your marketing material. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Live your life a quarter bottle at a time. Uh, okay. Which I yeah. know if you're familiar, but a big line is, he says, Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto, the character, he goes, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, right? Yeah, that's so. no, that's huge. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really like that. Um. Man, no, that's good. I don't know if I can top that. I think that I think that goes up there for consideration. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about uh, you can't drink this with friends, just family. Yeah, I, we really need to play up the family part, right? Because this Fa- is a family fa- product. Family is everything. Yeah. Veins <laughs> Yazel. Oh man, that's Diesel. beautiful. Yeah. Um, and and much like Rose Bautista had kind of a line that would follow it, I think I think you have a couple other products that come out of this. Uh, I mean, Ludacris can have the mm. Luda Chris, like the Cristal. I, th- I believe okay. people call it Chris. Um, Paul Walker, Paul Johnny Walker. Paul Johnny Walker, exactly, exactly. <laughs> there might be a lawsuit there, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the next edition of his wine will be Van Diesel Tokyo Draft, and you can have it like a draft line of it. Okay, so we're not really sure what what this what this. It's a wine. It's it's a fuel. It's a beer. Yeah, it's fuel. Fuel for your night. Yeah, fuel for your night. Ooh, that's pretty good. I am. I'm very on board with this. Mm-hmm. I love this. Get drunk fast. Five something there. <laughs> uh, like again, this is this is just a new idea, but I'm really hoping we can over time level this up. It, it 
it gets you drunk fast and it makes you very furious to the point where you're trying Ooh. to fight everyone because you're just hopped up on wine and, and yep. diesel. Yes. I absolutely love that. It, it has everything you need. That's great you right can, there. You can probably huff it too if you want. Yes, there should there will definitely be labels on it that you like you shouldn't open it in an enclosed space. You have to have yeah. the windows open, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's, it's like don't don't inhale this, but then it's got a big winky face yeah. on the bottle. <laughs> exactly. Uh for those who know, no. Yeah, that's uh, this is great. No, I love all these ideas. Um, I, I think I, I don't know if you're. Are you aligned to this? Is I this am something? very aligned. I am. I am ready to invest. All right. Next we, steps is. <laughs> I think we and this we need to open this vineyard, in, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> where's Fast and Furious take place? L.A. Uh, all over the world. Yeah, uh, there's multiple worldwide. Venues. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, um, the vineyard should be somewhere cool, underground, probably next next to a diesel refinery. Yeah, yeah, it could just be a gas station. I mean, yeah, or an oil refinery. Uh, be beautiful. Good. Well, I'm glad you're aligned. Uh, dare I say, home run slam dunk. Uh, but uh, if if anyone out there, if our listeners have any ideas, we're just giving this away. So feel free to just at me on LinkedIn or uh, hit us up in our inbox and uh, we'll read your suggestions online. But so great uh, that you're aligned, Keith. And uh, I think maybe we take uh, take a quick break and uh, we'll be back uh, right after this. Stay tuned. And welcome back. We're here live in the briefing bunker. Keith, performance indicator, and Pitchard Nixon here, just disrupting the whole game. We are feeling good. Uh, Keith, do you have anything uh, to pitch uh, today, or uh, or how are you feeling? Any ideas in your uh, idea furnace? I do actually. This is this is um, kind of in a similar in a similar note to you. In terms of this is something I've been watching a lot of during this quarantine. I've been watching a ton of Top Chef. I don't know if you're familiar. Yes. Um, yes. Very. So it's it's pretty much in the title. It's a show about it's a reality TV show about um, who the Top Chef is. So they'll bring in you know fifteen pretty well known and and talented chefs, and then they duel it out to see who the Top Chef of the season is. And that yeah. got me thinking. This can be applied to every profession ever. I love this. I love this. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, you might be able to tell where this is going. But what I had in mind was uh, top ref. <laughs> That's exactly what I had in my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and so it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It's nice. Um, so I don't think we bring in like NBA refs or anyone at the highest profession, we bring like one or two levels down because they're aspiring to get to right, right. that level. So we're not bringing in the all-star refs. We're bringing in uh, 
Right. It's people that haven't had their big break yet. Exactly. And there's, um, it's, it's a, a reality show and yep. every week there's different challenges, yep. um, on how to determine the best ref. And so maybe we'll have them, you know, we'll give them like whistles that don't work, or maybe they have to whistle with their mouths, or maybe right. they can only see out of one eye and they'll like yep. have to ref a, a little league game or, or ref a, a peewee. A kid's basketball game. I've just, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's stuff here. There's, there's, there's room yeah. to work. You know, it would be a great, uh, challenge too, would be, uh, if someone like a soccer player, like they, they're in like an interrogation room and they have a soccer player tell their story and the ref has to determine if they're lying or not. You know how I feel like all these people keep pleading their cases and that oh. they've done something or that they've been fouled or they didn't touch them. And they have to tell them if they're being honest or not. I just, I just spitballing here. I like that because it shows it shows if they're a true uh, judge of character. Exactly, a true referee. A true ref, the top ref. The top. Um, ref. That's big. Yes, our, that's kind of where sorry. I'm at with that. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, like, I, I think it's a home run slam dunk without saying this would be something I'd watch. I'm sure. So many people would watch this. It's always interesting. The refs are the real star of the show when they, you think of they a sporting are. event. For sure. Uh, Which is so, why they try and insert themselves in the drama. Do, right? and, yeah, exactly. And do you think we're, are we kind of, uh, what's that called when you put them in different bracket divisions? Are we putting them uh, in different uh, divisions? We got baseball, soccer, uh, you know. No. I think uh, that gets too muddled. I think every season is a different sport. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, I was going to say, it would, get, it would get really hard with the bubbles when we have to <laughs> exactly. actually create the ref bubble. Yeah. Especially when it intertwines with the season play when they're actually in those bubbles as well. Yeah. So maybe exactly. we do it all at the same time. So when the hockey season starts, Ooh. we kind of do it off ice. I like that. It could be like a March Madness. Each, each section, each quadrant of the bracket is a different yeah. sport. And uh, and then the end, it's truly to find out who is the top uh, refereeing official. Yes, exactly. We'll have and like in in twenty seasons. Actually, it'd be great if we could do like <laughs> all the winners come back twenty right. years and, later. And this way, we'll we'll now we'll know who is the top ref and who should be refing every big game. Every ever. every exactly. The one thing I think we haven't mentioned, and I'm assuming it's part of it, but I just want to make sure it's in your uh, your kind of cast of characters, mm-hmm. uh, is the Marriage Ref, uh, which I believe was a TV show by Tom Tom Papa. Was I'm comedian. not familiar. <laughs> no, I think Jerry Seinfeld was a, an executive producer. I don't know. I'll Tom, look it up. It'll be in the show notes. I mean, it's, Tom Papa could be the the host. Oh, I think. there you go. As a marriage ref, he is qualified to mm-hmm. to be the referee of referees, which really is what a marriage ref would be. Yeah. And then uh, maybe Tim Donaghy can be involved in some capacity. Tim Donaghy, for, any, for anyone who doesn't know, is um, the NBA ref who went to prison for right. fixing games. Uh, <laughs> he so we need to get him involved. involved. Yes, because a he's thousand percent. The bottom ref. So... Right, Maybe we a need comeback to really story. See. Yeah, <laughs> he will be in the opening credits. Don't be this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Don't get caught. Yeah. And every episode will start with like a personal story of like how they dreamed of always dreamed of being a referee. It's always a great thing. And yeah, we have to tug on the heartstrings a little, right? Yeah. I mean, it it wouldn't be good television otherwise. Mm -hmm. No, that's huge. Uh, I said it before, but I'll say it again. I mean, it's a home run slam dunk without a dead right there. Um, I mean, that's the extent of the, I mean, that's like it. I said, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the concept is there. That's the, it's, it's yeah. sound. It's solid. I yeah. think what needs workshopping is fleshing out the different weekly challenges. So, yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's a basketball game and there's two balls Oh, or shit. soccer, soccer, and they can use both hand. They can use their hands. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to wrap right. that. They have to rep that. I love that. Yeah. No, I love this. This is huge. Uh, absolutely massive and uh, uh, almost a grand slam, I would say. It was so big. So, um, yeah. No, that's great. Keep, I guess, to our listeners, keep an eye out for that. And, uh, you know, once you start seeing a lot of these shows out there, you're going to start to realize that a lot of the ideas kind of start here at this podcast and they grow mm-hmm. into these things that are out of our control. And now you see ultimate tag on TV and that's the kind of programming that starts here. So, I mean, that was one of your ideas. If I do recall, it wasn't ultimate tag. If I remember correctly, it was just tag. It was just tag. Yeah. But it, and then the, of course, you know, Hollywood had to, you know, up show this, visit up a little, right? Yeah. They had to put the glamor on it, but really ultimate it was, attack. It was just a bunch of adults just hanging out in a playground uh, playing freeze tag, actually. So there wasn't mm-hmm. like you weren't out. You would just freeze until someone comes and gets you. Uh, and then we played TV tag. So we went through a lot of different iterations. But yeah, it, uh, uh, ultimately, it is what it is. I'm not sour about it. It is on TV. So uh, I'm just happy to see, you know, our ideas come to life, come to life. Hey, that's Amazing. what we're here for. Yeah. Well, uh, two just great quick pitches today just to kind of get your beaks wet as we say on this show it's nothing like having a dry beak so glad we could uh, provide that service for you today just drip dropping uh, I guess before we go just want to throw to you Keith if you have anything going on in the world any plugs happening anything you want to mention to our uh, target audience now's the time um, it's kind of what I said off the top, really, really grinding on that, that, um, LMFAO Hamlet, uh, Lion King musical now with a touch of, ha- of Hamilton in there, Hamlet, yeah. Hamlet till Hamlet till ton. Um, that's Uncle Hamlet to ton. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and if you could just tweet at Lin-Manuel Miranda for me <laughs> and, and really, like I don't want to say harass, but like one if step had, below that. Yeah, a light doxing. Yeah, and just be like, hey, like, why aren't you collabing with with KPI with Keith Performance Indicator? You know, he's he's full of ideas. Um, <laughs> but once again, I don't actually want him to write any music because that's already taken care of. So mm-hmm. uh, now that I think about it, I don't know what he brings to the table. So maybe. Nothing. Yeah, so you know what? Forget him, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll just write it myself. <laughs> I love that. Keep an eye out for Uncle Ham Lailton to 
the Pride Rock story. We're still Pride Rocking, working title. Uh, myself, uh, Pitchard Nixon here. Follow me on LinkedIn or connect with me on LinkedIn. It's at Pitchard Nixon, just like it sounds. Uh, and uh, check out our website, info at returnondisruption.com. That's our email address. Um, just give us a shout out. Uh, we got very exciting things coming in the pipeline. Uh, can't announce it just yet, but it will be uh, a very engaging activity that all our target audience can be a part of. So very excited for that. And uh, just stay tuned because we got uh, a really bit... And uh, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm getting kicked out of the meeting room as usual. Got overbooked. Doesn't matter. The system is broken. Uh, but uh, hey, you know what? We got our work done today. So uh, I'll look forward to reconnecting with everyone offline and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Goodbye.